Welcome to the Live Awaken podcast, life coaching for women physicians of color. Create more freedom to simply be who you want to be. Do the things that make you feel alive and create a deeper connection with those you love. It's time to choose you. I'm your host, Dr. Pyle patel Guile. Hello, friends. Nice to be back. Hope you had a beautiful weekend. I wanted to talk today about decisions. Most of my clients, one of the main things that they bring up to me is that they're just tired of making decisions. And I'm sure you guys can relate. As women, we're probably making decisions from the moment we wake up. What time do I need to get up? What needs to get done? You know, get the kids ready for school. What's the lunch going to be? What's the breakfast going to be? How many charts do I have? What time does the appointment start for me today? Heck, what am I going to wear? I have to check my my phone. I I do that every day. What's the weather? Because the weather determines everything. Um, you know, and maybe some of you guys have a more simple routine. Scrubs, right? You got your scrubs, you have your coat, your handy dandy shoes, call it a day. But everyone's tired of making decisions. And the least favorite decision that I hear about is the dreaded question. What's for dinner? (laughs) I'm sure you guys are nodding your heads right now because it happens every single day. And maybe you live in a household where meal prepping happens. Maybe your, your, your partner is in charge of the meals. But usually speaking, we still participate, you know, even if we have help. Because the help sometimes wants us to give the okay or the permission to move forward. I remember when um, I had mommy's helpers when my boys were younger. I loved the fact that, and auntie, we called her auntie, because you know what? If you guys are listening to my podcast, you probably understand these concepts, but let me explain. In the South Asian culture, we make everyone our relative. So my kids are not really encouraged to say your first name. And most of you guys are like, yep, mm -hmm, that's the same as it was in my house. And that's what we do in our home. But we had nannies and they wouldn't ever call the nanny by her first name. You know, they would call her auntie. Um, They also call my neighbors auntie and uncle and things like that. But anyways, so I digress. Um, So auntie would make food. Like that was part of her job description. We established that from the beginning. But she still wanted me to say, yes, let's make this or no, let's not make this. Right. And so even if you have help, 
right? Even if you have someone else taking over that role, you know, maybe you live with parents or in-laws or your au pair cooks for you, right? Whatever their role is, you're still making decisions. And maybe the decision is what to click on your cart, right? On your order from Amazon or Whole Foods or your local grocery store decisions and then we get to work and we're constantly making decisions so as a physician every time I saw a new patient I had to think and decide moving forward how am I going to approach this child so I did it I'm a I was a pediatrician and how am I going to approach this child what's the age of the child would a straight approach work? Do I need to be fun and playful, right? Depending on what you do for your, you know, job, you're making decisions. And in clinic, I would come up with choices for my patients and I would come up with plans. And so I had to predetermine in my head and decide what I was going to present. Then I had to think about how I was going to present that information. And then I was going to decide on how will I pivot if they don't want to move forward? What are their options? How am I going to react? So eight to five, nine to five of doing this on average and then coming home and then answering the question, what's for dinner? I felt like I wanted to slap someone. I was exhausted. And even if my husband was willing to be like, I'll make it, but just tell me what to make would make me want to scream because he's willing to help, but I'm just so tired. Can you guys relate? And then you start going through all the mail, all the little invitations that kiddos come home with for birthdays, all the sports calendars, all the games. Of course, you don't want to make decisions for yourself at the end of the day. You just want to snuggle up with a cool or warm beverage, depending on what you want, and cozy up on the couch, maybe on your phone or with the remote. Who wants to go and figure out, oh, do I want to work out? Do I want to relax? Do you want to do something for me? No. We're tired of making decisions for everyone else that we have nothing left. Okay, great. So now we're on the same page. You guys get it. Okay, Bile, well, how do we move forward from here? Do we just stop making decisions? Well, that's not going to work, right? You still have to decide if you're going to get out of bed. So what do you do? You get to decide which decisions you're going to make first. The more decisions you make ahead of time, the less drama in the moment. The less emotional decisions you make. And I know I refer to when people are talking about emotional eating 
emotional habits, right? Drinking, we talk about uh, scrolling on social media. But if you just decide ahead of time, I'm going to put the kids down for bed or after the kids, my kids go to bed, I'm going to be on my phone or I'm going to watch TV for an hour or two, whatever. Decide ahead of time. I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m., get on my Peloton for half an hour. Some people, a lot of my clients, go as far as deciding over the weekend what they're going to do all week. One of the things that I've learned to do to make my life easier, even though in the moment I don't want to do anything extra, is decide ahead of time. I take out my calendar on Sunday. It's a weekly calendar and I block out all the things I already know are going to happen. Meetings, coaching sessions, patient stuff, um, this clinic, whatever, whatever is relatable to you. Then I put in, you know, appointments, things for the kids that I have committed to. And then you know that you're blocking off time to sleep, right? And then I would say, find time every day where you can do the things that you want to do. Maybe you do that first. But if I said that, you would freak out. So I'm easing you, way, easing you into the system. Put in a half an hour to do whatever you want. Maybe an hour. And it doesn't have to be consecutive. If you decide ahead of time that every day you wake up and exercise for 30 minutes or meditate or whatever you want to do, I would even say I personally really, really enjoy having breakfast alone when it's quiet. I decide ahead of time when that's going to happen. Some of my clients, because of the dreaded what's for dinner question, will meal prep with the family and get everyone involved depending on the age of your kids. But even the little kids, like my kids, ever since they were young, would stand on the step stool and I'll give them something to cut with their little kitty forks or plastic knives. We get involved. We plan the meals for the week. And it's not on you, right? Or you can hire someone to just do it, but just decide ahead of time. So here's my tip for you guys. If you don't want decision fatigue, just decide ahead of time. Not out of a punishment, not another thing on your list, but to help yourself in the moment enjoy and reap the benefits of the decisions that you've already made. So the next time you hear the question, what's for dinner? You can just say, hold on, let me check the list. Have a beautiful day, guys. Hey, if you're ready to advocate for yourself by listening to your inner voice so you can live in freedom, wake up every day with purpose and enjoy your work and family, check out my website at www.pilegile.com. On the website, you'll have the opportunity to join my program, sign up for a free workshop, or just check out my blog. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please tell a friend, leave a review, or just reach out. I'd love to hear from you.